You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Great to be with you. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Don't forget, if you are watching on War Chant TV, to like and subscribe. Mm. Helps others find the program and uh, helps us in our endeavors. This hour brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. Yay, Birch. Braces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yay, braces. Um, yeah. Oh. It's the it's the time the countdown clock is on for my youngest. He's not happy about it, but soon it's coming. Yeah, it's going to happen. He'll it's be coming, in Clark. After the uh, yeah, in the new year, he'll be uh, fitted for the braces, and we'll be moving on. Uh, but I, I I know thankfully that uh, through the experience of his older brother, that uh, good things are happening. You should do it like in recruiting, like in recruiting when a kid from a high school signs at a school, and then a younger player from that same high school gets recruited by the school, and they'll like they host him on their oh, visit. Host him on their visit. Bryce right, could host yeah. Clark on the visit yeah. around. Like, the, tell, yeah. Talk him through it, like mm-hmm. tell him what you know what Doctor Birch is really like, and what the staff is like, and you the know, chairs. How, show him where the chairs are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then wasn't it you who wanted to point out the beautiful women? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd heard about them. I haven't seen yeah. them. That yeah. was uh, secondhand from Stephanie. Yeah. BirchOrthotics dot com is their website, and they do uh, tremendous work. <gasps> all of our kids have gone there, and uh, yours should as well. They do orthodontic work for all ages. There's the braces, which we all like to celebrate, but also Invisalign and other orthodontic work as well. Virtualorthotics.com is the website. Mary writes and asks the first question, and we love Mary. She's awesome, and she has been a loyal listener and follower of all things uh, three of us. Have done. Mm. Yay, Mary. For, for, yeah, Mary. Yay, she Mary is. is right. Yeah, she's awesome. What is the greatest Christmas you have had as adults? Thanks Ooh. for staying on the Florida State roller coaster with me. And since Christmas is the time to say I love you, Billy Squire, I will. I love you guys. I never miss an episode. Merry Christmas from me and Charlie. Well, there Merry go, Christmas, Mary. Mary, and we appreciate your support uh, very much. We really do. I mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Greatest Christmas you've had as, as an, adult. an adult. Yeah. Well, that's usually that's when question. when yeah. your kids are like wowed by something you got them and you can see. Nah, it's real. nobody cares about that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a gift. For me, or something no, that happened to me. You, yeah. yeah, I can't right now. I think we got them when they were really little. We got them. Can we get it together over there. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're worried about you. I'm starting to catch here. it. I think. Let's, uh, let's keep it together. He, uh, when our kids were little, we ended up getting. Man, we were, you know, we were so broke, just like most young parents are, and we end up uh, 
figuring out a way to get uh, Disney World season passes, Ooh, like annual passes, and so springing them on them uh, for uh, Christmas. That was so. As a, it wasn't the gift that we got, but just as an adult, that was the best Christmas. I mean, it was probably the best Christmas I've ever had because just seeing them, we saw a video of them like just jumping up and down. Oh, it's so the cool. greatest thing. I got my answer. I figured it out. So, um, it was when on Christmas we 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 wrapped presents for my dad and my mom, and they were ultrasounds of Brady when he oh, was wow. in. Oh, well and what done. was great? It was really nice. They didn't understand it at first, and then my sister understood it immediately. And then my mom's like, "What is?" And then they all got excited. It's a baby. It's a baby. It's coming. <laughs> it's it's coming in the house. <laughs> But what was cool, well, you know, when she when she was pregnant with us, they yeah. didn't even have ultrasounds yeah. back then. They no just thing. they knocked on your belly and yeah. said, oh, it looks kick. like you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, my, right. Moms would just be walking in the store. And yeah, the baby just pops Mary out. comes out. You're getting fat, mom. What's going on? But the know. best part was that was our gift. Like we didn't have to go buy anything. No, we didn't have to go to the store. Think about what we were going to buy my dad. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, this will work. Meanwhile, Kelly's spending whatever she's spending trying to figure out something. Hey, I was have just a like, kid. Yeah, Kelly. have a kid. Yeah, dogs don't cut it. I think for us, uh, I don't know why, but Bryce loved. What's the the train? Thomas the train. That we bought one of those massive Thomas the train tracks with the whole board that they used to have in bookstores and all that. Oh, he like silver spoons. Over he here. thought that thing was the greatest thing ever. And so I remember when we got that, and Clark was a little baby at that time, so I have something different for him. But I remember when he opened that, and yeah. it was. I mean, we had it covered up, and the whole day, the look on his face was sheer joy. And I I remember we filmed that as well, and I've gone back and looked at it before. Because something about the second you realize it as a kid. Because when I was a kid, for me, the greatest gift I ever got, I always wanted this black mongoose, black and yellow mongoose uh, BMX bike. Mm. And when I got it, I remember being overjoyed. So I want to say something, but if you have kids in the car that are under, say, 10, we're about to have a Santa conversation. So turn it down for 30 seconds. You've got got five seconds to turn it down. You don't have 30 seconds at all. Yeah, but turn it down now because we're having a Santa conversation. But for that, for that, the present you were talking about with the train, yeah. who was it from? Okay, so I brought this up yesterday <clears throat> on the show. My wife and I, and maybe it's just because I'm a selfish a-hole, yeah. perhaps. My yeah, I don't wife, think it makes my you wife, selfish at all. Well, my wife would say, you know, obviously the presents from Santa are unwrapped because Santa just drops them off and he goes about his business. So then I would say, well, what kind of credit are we giving Santa over here? This thing was from me. And you put yeah. it together. And Yeah, yeah. That PS4 came from mom and dad. <laughs> Santa exactly didn't drop right. up nothing. Yeah, so. so that's the one thing Shannon and I did was we gave we would do Santa gifts, but they were for like two two or three smaller gifts. But the yeah. big stuff were from the Santa parents. Santa got you socks. Yeah. What do you want yeah. me to do? Anyway, all right, turn it back up now. Well, I guess they couldn't know. We're Re- done with the Santa conversation, everyone. Merry Christmas to you and all your headliners, writes Walter. Do any of your 12-year-old kids have the moxie of Charlie Woods? Stone Cold Killer off the oh, tee, wow. putts like Ben Crenshaw. Dude is set for a lifetime. He's going to be. You guys going to talk? And I mean, this amongst yourselves. He's, All right, he's, go for it, Jeff. That kid is. I mean, unbelievably talented. But you got to think other kids are not going to love Charlie Woods, right? Like he's not going to have a lot of friends. I think people. He he won't he might have, have some genuine friends. On. I was going to say they're probably not genuine friends. But man, that kid's got. You, he's he's got twenty five year old Tiger Woods swagger at twelve. Like yes, it. he does, but it's also like, man, now he's done this on the national stage. You want to talk about people throwing heaping expectations on this kid. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, what yeah. are the odds he even ever makes the tour? Like, Oh, I think 30%? probably pretty good now. Yeah, but you don't know how his, you know, at 16, yeah. is he going to start smoking weed and, and Let's dating? Hope so. He's well, going to need a break. He, yeah, he's going to need to be calm. Um, but it also is interesting, too, because there's no way that Tiger, I was thinking about this, there's no way Tiger's throwing down bags in his golf swing and telling him he sucks and rattling keys right. when he's putting. And he still looks like a pretty good 12-year-old. Yeah. So maybe Earl Woods' strategy wasn't the only way 
to build a really good 12-year-old golfer. Yeah, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot going on there, but he's been phenomenal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Whenever crazy how good he was. He was the better of the two. Well, I mean, Tyre's coming off a catastrophic still, near still, death. I don't need excuses. Uh, <laughs> get it together, Tiger. You're one leg. Your 12-year-old kid is carrying you. Yeah, so I would know that that's something Trey and I talk about when we do, you know, Beyond the Tips on SiriusXM. Trey talks about all the time when he is recruiting players. And of course, he recruited Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger and all these guys. And I said, what about any of these guys are you looking for? He goes, well, it's not their swing. Because people think we're always looking at technical aspects of one swing. By the time we see you as a recruit, you've already won amateur tournaments. You've yeah. already been very successful. You have figured out how to repeat a swing. I'm not going to mess with your swing. Your swing is your swing. What I want to know is how do you handle adversity and how do you handle pressure? Because that is going to get ratcheted up the further you go along. Like, what's on the line now when you have to yeah. – it's not just you. Right. Like, if you play poorly, you just affected your teammates in the university. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, the ones that have confidence in the midst of all of that to stand over a shot and hit it, no matter what. Well, that's what Charlie, watching that, does. It freaks me out. Like, how could you walk out there? Your dad is who he is. Cameras, TV cameras, other pro players, crowds everywhere. You're his age, and you're smoking a five-wood off the deck 240 yards to within three feet. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. We'll see though. Like you can't teach that. That's he's got that now. I Let's mean, see if he becomes like has the Capriotti experience where he gets right. really famous really quickly and kind of devolves and then bounces back, or if he's just great his whole life. Stevens writes with the announcement that Growth House has entered the transfer portal. How much will it hurt that we're losing our most sure tackler on kickoff coverage? <laughs> that is, it's a, it's a big loss. That's <laughs> uh, a big loss. It's a toughie. The grow dog. Uh, happy holidays, gents. Writes David. FSU has a top fifteen class, which is great, all things considered. But with the limitations of budget, the ACC, and just looking at how exponentially better the top three classes are this year, should fans rethink their expectations for the next few years? Is the ceiling more like Beamer's Virginia Tech teams back in the day, being basically top 25, but not a top five team? I actually kind of think that's a fair point. Yeah, it's hard to say. <clears throat> I mean, for the you know next three years, for sure. Two yes. years, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could say that. Like, that's just FSU's lot in life from now on. Yeah. I mean, think about, like... Temporarily, a, though. I mean, you know, Cincinnati's in the playoff. You know, Cincinnati got there. You know, they, uh, they don't have finances. They don't have uh, a recruiting base that Florida State has. I know they don't play the... I mean, it's not like the ACC's great shape. If you, if you hit on a quarterback, it can change Right. Everything. So I don't think you should just limit your ceiling to this is the best we can do. You could get a great quarterback and have a great run. And then you're in the playoff. I mean, it would be really, really surprising. But I think he's talking about for years down the line. I I think maybe in two years, Florida State, especially if they expand the darn thing to 12 like they should, Florida State could be on the cusp of being a playoff contender in two years. What I think is disappointing for... Especially the way football is now. They might have Travis Hunter next year. Well, it's fair. The other part that's disappointing, I think, for fans from that day wasn't just losing Travis Hunter, not signing receiver. It was also the fact that you had some ins with a couple of big-time players that you thought you might be able to get, Marvin Jones Jr. being the, the, the biggest of all. And so if you're sitting there thinking, okay, if we can't keep Marvin Jones Jr. from going to Alabama, how is Florida State going right. to keep any of those types of guys from going to Alabama? So I wish you hadn't brought it up. Sorry. I was trying not to think about Hey, you know what? You got, we got Jones Marvin Jr. Jones Sr. You got to watch Marvin Jones Sr., mm-hmm. and that was a better time anyway. You also might get Marvin Jones mm-hmm. Jr. next year, too. That's he and Travis yeah, Hunter might well be a package deal. Yeah, yeah. He really might does. realize he, don't like, he doesn't like athletes. That is like the Kirby. thing, man. Remember, there were stories. Remember, we did the book for signing day, and we talked I about. I remember. I've got were, an autographed copy. Yeah, there was uh, 
my actual one of my kids was like, "Hey, there's still one on Amazon." Yeah. Uh, but anyway, when you uh, back in the day, like college recruiters would kind of be a- assholes to kids. Hey, 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 oh, easy killer! What's the matter with you, Good Lord, everybody? Sorry. Happy yeah. holidays yeah. Yeah, yeah. to uh, to kids to people sure. when to kids when when they decommit or flip at the last second, yeah, or something like that because they knew because it was, that over. was it was over. Well, now, man, you got to keep that relationship. Yeah, man, Norvell's yeah. tweeting oh, something yeah, out at twelve thirty. Yeah. Like, let's celebrate all these choices. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't want to come. Remember out what and... a special time this is. <laughs> yeah. These young men, it's like, yeah. man, he might be in the portal uh, nine months from now. Jason writes, I think Rivals has Julian Armella as the top 20 recruit. ESPN has him at 170th. What could be a reason for such a huge disparity? There are a few of those, but he's definitely one of them. Uh, there's been, there have been varying opinions about Julian Armella yes. from the very beginning about whether or not he's... And, and from credible people, on, and, and this is weird, yeah. normally you'll have sort of a consensus or you'll have People with real viability in the industry say, well, look, uh, if you want to argue if he's the seventh best tackle or the second best right. tackle, we can have that argument. This is a player that smart people who have been doing a good job in this for a long time have really differing opinions right. about. I find that uh, odd. It is. It is. Uh, I think part of it is the way he plays. Uh, he's, he, when he was, he's lost a lot of weight, but for a long time he just relied on his size. Sure size. And he's got some nastiness to him, so he would like drive guys. Into the ground after a play. That plays well on guys. film, but it doesn't work in college because the other guy's going to be as big. as Exactly. You. So there's some stuff like that. Uh, but to the to the overall point that Corey made earlier, he's not going to be the guy that's probably going to contribute for a couple years anyway. The key is, I think the biggest thing is he did help from a from a steam standpoint on signing day. It helped. Yeah. It helped. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Absolutely. he ends up becoming, it's always a crapshoot with offensive linemen anyway. The fact that you got a five star after what happened that day, I think it was worth it, even if he doesn't pan out. Uh, Jeffrey writes, and this is a credit to you, Ira. I, hey. I, I may have missed some of these interviews, I guess. I'm going to have to hear what you have to say here. Initially, I wanted to be upset about the whole Hunter flip. However, after listening to some of Ira's interviews from the last few weeks, I realized we dodged a bullet. It sounds like he may have been the second coming of Corey Mangum. <laughs> he's like I a know, I know Rouse slash Mangum. Yeah, I was trying to play it up for you, Jeffrey. I played it up for I you. Tried, I tried to tell you all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Chris writes, first guessing, not second guessing. The decision to not challenge JT by bringing in the best possible transfer quarterback is the wrong one. And when combined with how bad Norvell boned the QB decisions last year to start, I have some concerns about him. Um, well, last year, obviously, there, there were some interesting scenarios that led to the decisions they made to start the year. We were not allowed to specifically talk about a lot of what went on in camp at that position. Had we been able to, we can about now, health, though, right? avail- health availability and injuries. We yeah. can now, though, right? Like yeah. McKenzie's gone and the season's sure. over. Yeah, there he were, wasn't out there for two weeks. Well, there were guys, that, yeah. That but missed, Jordan missed time, too. Yeah, yeah Jordan right. missed time, yep. too. Um, but, man, there were long stretches of time where both of them missed, and, and that was a less than ideal camp that was not right. the coach's fault. Not yeah. the coach's fault. Yeah, there were, but they there were, there struggled was, to get a true evaluation. Yeah, there was, I mean, I think it was the week before the season. I think it was, it wasn't like the, the days leading up to the season opener. I think it was the week before the season opener mm-hmm. week where there was like four days in a row where neither one of them neither played. Neither one of them played. Yeah. And they were working on special teams. So on the well, regular. And so it was load management. So, but the reality was, you know, those guys missed a lot of reps. And then when the McKenzie Milton thing happened, man, I really think that that, Kind of screwed them over where he came in at the end of that game and, and game. looked good. I think yeah. they felt like they had to start in the next week. And then we've J- been covering then, a bowl this Saturday if they hadn't have done that. And then Jordan gets hurt, and then it's just uh, took two more weeks to get was, out of that tailspin. What was the 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 start of the question? Was they didn't get 
Like I don't the think Norvell's that, done well, in the portal, right? I think like, the feeling is that they're 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 basically anointing Jordan Jordan is the guy for this year. That they're but, not going to bring well, somebody they're, to beat they're him. They're content with AJ Duffy coming in, and then but, but, yeah, I don't think they turn like Max Johnson. We don't want you, or so and so. We don't want you. Like we're we're, well, we're set here. There's I, a feeling like that they, there wasn't a huge effort to bring in somebody that could beat him out. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, it's odd too. Like A and M's got he, Jimbo's got that five star that's still there, and now this kid's coming I, in. It's gonna that's I, gonna be an interesting quarterback competition too. I think their philosophy. I and this is just me talking. I don't know. My theory would be that if they had somebody that could come in that they knew was a surefire, no doubt, big time quarterback, they would do it. They would do it because they knew what that would do to Jordan. But if it's if they're not sure, then it's not worth the risk. And I think maybe they weren't so sure about. Some of those guys. Emory Jones is in the portal. That's true. Wouldn't bring him in. What? Um, what? No, what no. did you not? What did you see in that last game? <laughs> that first quarter? He loves throwing down FSU you guys. Not, yeah. see, he FSU would be guys prolific. Right, right in the chest. <laughs> Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Gator Kirk writes, Happy Holidays, Three Wise Men. What one gift would each of you bring to FSU football this offseason? Yeah, uh, uh, an All-American receiver. I like it. That's to Jordan Travis as much as anyone. Uh, I'll go with a healthy offensive line. Yeah, no more surgeries. How about that? Yeah. Can we just go an offseason without surgeries? Yeah, I would either add an offensive lineman or an elite linebacker. Not a DN? Maybe a hybrid. We're gonna, Maybe a Sean Merriman hybrid. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get a defensive end in the transfer portal. I have faith. But the, okay. the linebacker, we about tired of watching that. Game. It would be cool to have good linebackers. Oh, like wouldn't that like I mean just in general, just Exhausting. watching good linebackers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that be, kid from Notre Dame a couple years ago, number six. Yeah, just like, like have a difference maker out there. Yeah, yeah. Like when you watch the Cowboys and Michael Parsons is the best player on the field. On it's every fun to watch play. a good well, linebacker. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. He's in coverage. 40 yards downfield. Now he's stopping the run on fourth and one. Those are oh. fun. Yeah, guys, uh, really, really good. They're out there. Let's go get one. Go get one, Norvell. But a good receiver is a good answer, yeah. too. All right. Allen writes, Merry Christmas, lads. FSU was the team of the 90s, appeared in many BCS championships, and crescendoed with 2013's final BCS championship. 2014, we are in the first college football playoff. Mm-hmm. lose to Oregon. Do you feel that with the ever-changing environment of college football, the 2013-2014 was like the end of an era for FSU? It feels like the gap keeps widening for us. Norvell and company had their chance to slow uh, to show stability amongst the big three, and it appears they've all but lost that edge right now. I don't know. I'd say that for sure yet. Uh, I mean, I do think Florida, by all accounts, seems to have made a good hire. I think Miami's made a good hire, but I don't know that. Again, we don't. I don't know that we know that that's sustainable. What they're doing down there, the money they're throwing at it in the short term, whether or not that's going to be their long term, they still have the problem of the stadium. Uh, you know, they still have the problem of being a college team in a sports town that doesn't really care about it. So I, I, I'm not so sure about Miami. I do think Florida hired a good coach. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's an end of an era. The point we, we made so many times is it all turns around pretty quickly if you get the right quarterback, maybe a couple pieces in place. Yeah. And the, look, man, the landscape in this sport is changing every second. So who knows if, well, what the, the next part, era so, will even be? That's the part that I would bring up. Like, yeah. I do think that Florida State's, um, you know, t- decade, 14, 15 year plus run, of sheer dominance in college football is in the rear view. And, and the, the landscape has changed to a place where you're not going to see that again. But can Florida State rise up and have a run at a national championship? Yeah, especially because we don't know what the future holds as far as the rules go and, and everything else that's in, in play. The whole sport is in flux right now, and I think that 
leads to the kind of dissatisfaction you see both in the questions and then yeah. the responses that, you know, from people who love college football, they feel like, what's going on? They're right. just screaming to the, you know, to the high heavens. Uh, Seth writes, good luck. I appreciate you, Seth. Good linebacker play is a thing of beauty. Also, as the real linebacker, you, we need to get that segment back to what it should be. Thanks for the contribution, Seth. And also, yeah, man, it bothers me to watch a Florida State team that doesn't have good receivers and doesn't have good linebackers. I mean, this was a place where you thought, that's a given. They're always going to have that. Yeah. Well, they don't. Yeah, no, they, no, they and don't. they have not in some time. Remember when I first came here, early 2000s, the uh, the battle at linebacker, middle linebacker, was Jarrell Hudson versus Alan Augustin. Mm, okay. Jarrell Hudson, who was weighing like 280, yeah. and Alan Augustin, who was a walk-on. And uh, I didn't understand why FSU fans were so frustrated about that situation. Yeah, but then the next year, two years later, Ernie Sims was like a third stringer as a freshman. Like they got some guys that could really play, and then that's just kind of fallen by the wayside. But yeah, I would. I don't know if I'd ever say Florida State was linebacker U. They're DBU, um, but I, you know Travis Hunter would help that. They they have, but they're still. I still yeah. say they're DBU or PKU, right? Because the place kickers. A simple thanks for all the years of FSU sports fun and shenanigans. Merry Christmas to you three. Almost wise men. That mm. from Kevin. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. I pre- I'll take it. I'll take being almost wise. Sean writes, I just wanted to tell all three of you that we appreciate your coverage of FSU football and recognize how hard the last five years have been. Yeah. Oh, sleepless nights for the three of us, buddy. I'm telling no, you right it's, now. It's a lot funner, a lot more fun to talk about a winning football team. What's we don't the, bicker as much. What's that logo? Uh, oh, it's, it's Travis a, Matthew. It's a golf. It's a, golf. Yeah, it's a really nice golf brand. He's, yeah. uh, he's you know. He's trying to get into the game. I spent a lot. No, I just I went to a store thinking I could buy a couple of hoodies for myself. My mom wanted me to buy some stuff, and she'd pay me for it. That's how That's we do our spirit. Christmas. Yeah, um, she's gonna. I'm gonna take them to her, and she's gonna wrap them though. Legitimately, Seriously. she wants to do that. Yeah, um, but I. This was the only one that I that wasn't like a fleece or huge or a vest, and I'm like, oh, I'll buy this. this I really nice. want that. Actually. And it was a hundred. That, that well, I can fit into that. It was a hundred dollars. You think you think she would buy one for Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, think so? for sure. Yeah. Can you put a word in? Yeah, no, I like I'll text her. I'll text her right 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 Would you want just this one? Or well, is it not going to be big enough? Okay, okay. But, right. but you need to ask her. Okay, get I will. That because you're I leaving will. town soon. Yeah, I'll buy We it. can go over together maybe later today. Well, I don't want to be around you any more than I have to be. I'll stand by the front door. Okay, good. I think you'd look good in that one. I know I would. Yeah. Jack. Oh, yeah. Swinging the club. Yeah. Yeah, forget about it. Let's finish Sean's question. It hasn't been easy on any of us, and we appreciate you guys grinding it out and helping us get through this trying period. I think this quote by Winston Churchill best defines where we are (laughs) with our football team. Now, this is not the end. It's not even the beginning of the end. But it is perhaps the end of the beginning. Mm. Hashtag the original elite headliner. He is the original elite headliner. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm a little more optimistic than Sean is. Uh, I, I think it's more than the beginning. You think this is the end of the beginning? I don't think. I think it's, I think it's further than the end of the beginning. Let's begin the begin. Yeah. Well, it's the big little REM. There you go. Sure. Thanks for the shirt. <laughs> Sarah writes, what changes on the staff do we need to see? Wide receiver, linebacker, defensive end, running back, analyst, question marks. She's not Settle saying. Settle down, she, Sarah. No, but she's just that's question marks. She's asking. Who are the recruiters on this staff, and why are there not more good ones? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sarah. Like what returns did Ryan Bartow ever provide us? Sarah's getting after it, which I like. I like that. But, I mean, again, if you t- if you take a step back and look at it from a pragmatic point of view. You Sarah's would... not done. Oh, okay. All right. What Sorry. returns did Randy Shannon provide us? Okay. With the big misses in recruiting at key positions, linebacker, defensive end, wide receiver, why were there no plan B recruits? 
So I, Sarah's got concerns that I think echo the concerns of a lot of people. Those are not unfair questions. Yeah, well, I, I, but they had the number twelve class in the country. And it also, but you also have to fill needs. But sure, it also, but, but the, it but also, the portal, the but, portal helps. Well, I was going to say, and then that becomes the, the question: part. Is it? And that's why I asked Norvell, like on signing day, like I think they knew Mortimer was going to flip. So at that point, are you just signing the best, next best high school receiver you can get, or are you like, okay, let's go find some portal wide receivers? I mean, that's and I think that's what they decided to do. And I think the same thing with defensive end. Yes, they wanted Marvin Jones, but I think they felt like as as opposed to going out and scramble to get the next defensive end, they did get Dante Anderson. But maybe it's let's find out what's in the portal. So I think. That's the. I think it's fair after what happened last year, what they did in the portal, to give them the benefit of doubt, and that it wasn't like, oh, they just threw up their hands. Wait a minute, we didn't get all these guys. I just so think I'm going to say, but you, it's the way you look at recruiting now, right? You just can't look at it the way you did ten years right. ago. Right. Well, or five at least years when you ago. assess the totality of the class. Well, number one, you've got yes. early signing period, so you still got right. two months, six weeks left to, to sign. Early signing it's period, ridiculous. It's it, all of it. Early signing period, transfer absurd. portal, uh, nil, all at once is a perfect storm of yuck. Yes. yes. Um, but. So you look at the early signing period and say, okay, well, they missed on some things. Well, they still got six weeks to get other guys. Plus, the portal is a brand new world. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give a little bit and also take a little bit here. I agree with you guys to an extent that there may have been a specifically defensive end where they thought, okay, we're not going to get Marvin Jones Jr. It looks like Alabama's going to pay more than we can. So Georgia. Or Georgia, wherever. The yeah. Hell. One of those. You know, Georgia doesn't need to pay. Yeah, well, Georgia just sells itself. Yeah. yeah. The okay. city. The- so, so whatever it might be, right? So I think I think that's true. I think they straight up whiffed at wide receiver, and absolutely, that's, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Now we'll see. Can they rectify a situation? Right. Because in the modern era, if you whiff, you do have a chance yeah. to the transfer portal to kind of save yourself. We'll see. It is a wait and see. I don't know that that was a plan at receiver. I'll buy it at defensive end, and it could just be that uh, I'm wrong or right about both. We don't know. But you, just, time, you, you got a guy that's proven he can play. We don't that's know if he's a star. I agree with Ira but, yeah. in terms of, like, yeah, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But, but her, overall, have to, her overall questions about the staff, I mean, I can't remember all the different people she wants well, to Well, they fire. got rid of the linebackers coach. He went on to take a job at Virginia Tech. Defensive coordinator at right. Virginia Tech. Right. The uh, running backs coach is David Johnson. That's who she mentioned. David Johnson, he's recruiting. There's, he's, they like him. They he's like doing him a lot and for good reason. Uh, I think, I can't remember who else she mentioned. What other positions? Barto. Uh, well, she, yeah, I mean, I, and Randy Shannon. Well, I think they would have thought that we would have had more luck with the players down south because of those connections. And okay, I mean, they got some guys from South Florida. It wasn't a great year from South South Florida prospects. Um, they didn't get Marvin Jones. No, they didn't. No, I, they didn't. They got the more important of that family, though. I'm just saying. It was they didn't get Najala Kelly, who ended up going to Miami, and the Cristobal deal went up in West Wesley Bissane. That, that the Cristobal going there was big for a few key guys in this class. No, no question. That they, they probably wouldn't have gotten if Manny was still the head coach. Uh, good wishes, men. In recruiting, I see an uptick in the number of legacies whose parents are my contemporaries, Marvin, uh, Devin, Enzo, Lamont. I feel old. Oh, and I turn 50 tomorrow. Nice. Who was the first recruit that made you say, hmm, I'm not young anymore? Oh, man. Well, it happened in professional baseball before it happened anywhere else. When I saw Ken Griffey Jr., and I remember watching Ken Griffey Sr., and those two played together, uh, and, it, and it's happened with a lot of players through the years, where as they came up, I thought, are you kidding me, Tony Gwynn Jr., yeah. all these guys? As we began to see those guys come up, I thought, well, this is crazy. And we're now on the verge of seeing uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s son be in the majors. Oh, and now right. I will have seen senior, junior, and junior, junior. I mean, like that, the second. I mean, that's insane. Like Andrew Jones's son is the number one high school player in the country right. in baseball. That kind of makes me feel old. Uh, but really, I guess Charlie Woods. 
seeing a 12-year-old. Because I grew up with Tiger. I'm a contemporary. Yeah, We're the you, same age. Same age yeah. To see him have a 12-year-old out there doing that really does make me feel pretty old. Florida State, though? Let's see. Um, maybe Derek Brooks' son coming here. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there ever a guy that I was like, oh, man, that hurts. Stanford Samuels the third. Yeah, that's a good one. That that's was, a good one, too. Uh, that was shocking. Yeah, that's We used true, to see yeah. him. He's coming to practice. You covered both of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yours for sure. Yeah. That's definitely Iris. Uh, Nolan Oles writes, Merry Christmas, fellas. I'm actually very excited about our signing class, primarily go. the offensive line. Which lineman do you think make the biggest impact out of the group? I'll take the Wisconsin transfer. Well, yeah, that's probably a smart yeah, bet. That is the right bet. At Definitely least, early. Uh, well, because you don't want to have to play those other guys early. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, they've got but those other guys. They've got size. I mean, Kayshawn Sapp and Kanaya Charlton's like 350 pounds. I mean, he's got to lose some weight, but they've got some big dudes. It's not like, lose that much. It's weight. not like they bunch. I hear you. It's not like they signed a bunch of 270-pounders yeah. that they've got to – that Andrew Dack goes that they've got to bulk up. Yeah. I like signing a 360-pounder and be like, okay, we know this kid likes to eat. and he, You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah, get yeah. him down to 325. But you look at Georgia and Alabama – not a lot of svelte dudes on those offensive lines. They're disgusting fat bodies that move people out of the way. And have some muscle to them. Yeah, well, they're There's not all fat. Mystery. Yeah, right. Uh, Todd wants to further my explanation of uh, Gasparilla, Corey. Mm. He writes, love the show, gents. I heard you guys trying to explain what Gasparilla is to Corey. Corey, it's a huge pirate festival. It right. goes up Bayshore Boulevard okay. through downtown Tampa. All right. I that's said a, that. That's what you need to know. I said that anyhow. But then he goes on to say, they've had it for over 115 years with the first floats being drawn by horses. It's a ton of fun, especially partying in the staging area before the parade with all the crews. I go most years. You should go, too. But since it's your first time, maybe you should do the Children's Pirate Parade the week before. Ooh. Ooh. He gave you a link. He wanted to let you know you could go over there. There's a, okay. You know how they spell crew? Yeah. You said cruise? Yeah. No. K-R-E-W-E-S. You didn't oh, that. no, I didn't. I didn't. Well, there was a crew de gras that used to be here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. I wasn't. I was half listening, but I will say. <laughs> yeah, that's typical. I feel like if it's a pirate parade, what are you doing on land? You've got the a horses. you've got a bay right there. Yeah, get those horse drawn. There are plenty of people floats. in the water too. But what we're saying is these floats are like ships. Why not just do ships? They it's do. It's a pirate they parade. Do. You people can't walk on water, Corey. We're trying to have some fun while we're walking around. You're here. out. You're you you're you're watching from the uh, from no, the bridge. But just going all the way downtown. You don't always have access to the water in that. Situation. How about how about like flooding the streets with water? Oh, and then the bringing yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. real boats. You guys That's want lines? Corey wants. I mean, it wouldn't be great for the horses. But, <laughs> so 1906, there. So the planners are like, you know what? Let's get let's get some horses to draw these. Just drag these floats through the streets. Yeah. And let's party. Wouldn't somebody be Celebrate like, well, we've got water Tampa. right there. Why don't we just use the ships we have because we're celebrating we did, pirates anyway. very limited space there, man. You need you need oh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people showing up. Plus, if they're throwing beads from the boats in the ocean, like yeah. it's just all well, completely in the water. You could reach them. You've seen the recent Super Bowl celebration and the Stanley Cup yeah, celebration. Yeah, I thought it was on the water. Tampa wins every yeah. year or something. You've seen all those celebrations. They do do that on the water, but there are considerably fewer people in that situation. We gonna get a drunk Tom Brady celebrating this year? So. Man, that was rough yeah, on they, Sunday, buddy. There are some injury riddled bunch right there. That's what we we shall see. I like oh, a, Antonio, Antonio Brown yesterday on Twitter's like, "Hey, y'all want me back now?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah, headlines: ninety three three Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. How you doing there, podcasters? Good, good to hear it. Listen, <laughs> if you're if you're wondering uh, for you know for a good place to eat. Watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices. We suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You Could might happen. see us. You and I especially. Yes. 
I mean, I'm there once a week, I think. When I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. Cold beer, hot women, everything you want in a, uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, it's okay. Hot beer and cold women. (laughs) Whatever you're into. I like like the good looking ladies too. That's all right. But But even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good looking guy. And we would all agree, great food. Legitimately good food. The most important food. part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got the vibe, the beer, food, everything you could want. And most importantly, again, other than uh, the food, is that there is at least, I'd say, a 35% chance one of us would be there. And you get the mac and cheese bites. And you can get those shrimp tacos, which yeah. are the king. Uh, you get the, you've gotten the healthy on me lately. You I get, eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does. At Horizons I, Bar I didn't know I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizon's got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, it's just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want to like a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the uh, right off of Thomasville Road in Bannerman, uh, up there in the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Jamie writes, Merry Christmas to everyone at War Chant. Having been a Seminole since the early days of Coach Bowden, I've seen a lot of can't-miss top recruits. Well, quite simply, miss. Mm. And then he names several, uh, including Myron Roll, who I would have been the first to name. Uh, just to name a few. All good players, and in life, Roll certainly did not miss. But perhaps we may not have lost all that much in Hunter. We, we just don't know. At this point in our program, we need players that are sold on our great university and bringing our program back to respectability and not necessarily, hey, look at me, guys. I would much rather have a three or four star the players uh, that play hard than a five star worried about his NIL deal. Eh, not me. Um, perhaps this is an antiquated thought, but football is still football. It is and it isn't, Jamie, but I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, I get the larger point you're making there that you want people who come here to be here, the, the people who, you know, want Well, that's to be why here. he seemed like that guy. Like he, the, for two well, years, yes, he talked years, about yeah. how much he loved Florida State and he wasn't wavering and he was stayed firm until the day of the ceremony. That's why. That's why it was such a gut gut punch. I think. Yeah, and I hate. I, again, I hate to go in absolutes. I don't think it's all because we spent a lot of time in the first hour of the show talking about what's become of college football and how kids necessarily don't necessarily care about the schools the way you think that they do. That a lot of times it is a mercenary decision. It's not one way or the other. There are plenty of kids who are. Gray area, I mean, baby. Amari yeah. Amari Gaynor came to Florida State because his dad played at Florida State. He grew up in Tallahassee. Wanted to go to Florida State. He loves Florida State. He's come back for his senior year. There are other kids who have different motivations. Gentlemen, as you record this, it's live, by the way, Michael. Mm. I'm 35,000 feet in the air headed to Fargo. In honor of that, my question is simple. If you had to put this entire roster in a wood chipper but could save five guys, who would they be? Okay, well, let's not... I mean, he's talking figuratively. The piece of paper, like we're just putting their names on paper. Right, yeah, we're, yeah actually, we're not actually putting their bodies That's in a wood funny, chipper. Uh, five players, if you were picking five players... That you had to keep from the wood chipper. Jamie Robinson. Yep. I mean, Jordan Travis. Yep. Um, is Fabian Lovett coming back? Because if he is, that's one. Fabian Lovett for now, sure. Yeah, yep. uh, Put him up there. Dylan Gibbons, I dare say. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird. The, it's a the tough weird, one. The, the, what's weird about the quandary is, are you saying these are five guys you would want no matter what, 
like if you're just starting from scratch, or these are five because you, you, the most valuable of this current. Well, team. you just you, they need to you, you're keeping them around. You're They're the best the, players yeah, on yeah. this current incarnation of the team. Because I mean, there have been times where there were players like you would have kept them in no matter what. Like no matter what else is out there, yeah, you're keeping over anybody. You're else. keeping Cam yeah, Akers. You're keeping right, Dalvin right, Cook. Right, right. Uh, no, there aren't too many of those guys that, on no, this team. No, that's for sure. And I don't know. Do you go Knowles? Do you go Cooper? Do you go Treshawn Ward? You know, I'm, there's some I'm guys leaning out towards there. Knowles in that trio. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like Treshawn Ward. Um, you don't want to throw him into a wood chipper. I don't. Okay. But I love the you know the Fargo reference is funny. It was, was it was very good. That is funny. Hey Spencer writes over under two and a half more years for Coach Norvell. Over. I'm going to say over. I'll go over. But we had to think about it a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, there's certainly a possibility it doesn't happen. Ian writes, I'm ready to start making NFTs, no football tokens, to help the program get ahead. Does FSU have an innovation lab I can partner with? Let's get creative. I mean, I know I'm old. I'm not as old as you two, thank God, and I never will be. Um, yes, you I have no idea what – I don't understand NFTs at all. I don't know what the – what the allure of them is and i'm okay not knowing you know what i mean like my parents were about some stuff i'm like you know i don't i'm not gonna look into it i just don't care brady if he gets involved in it somehow he can try to explain it to me but otherwise it's fine i'll just live my life so, i don't know who dua lipa is either <laughs> i know it's an artist that now, I, i'm much more comfortable not caring about dua lipa than nfts nfts will matter maybe in your lifetime dua lipa never will. she's got some bops She's got some bangers. We call them bobs in our house. Oh, okay. I call them bangers, but I'm from I'm from the past. Can you? <laughs> she got some jams. I'm gonna get in trouble for this, so we'll move it along. Good, good. Hey, uh, nice, nice. You like that? Yourself you like, there. You like nice what I did there? I, I tried to. I don't back. know, man. Mackenzie Milton tried to start some NFTs. I don't think they got a lot of traction. So, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know that coming up with NFTs is going to be the answer to their. Uh, to their financial woes. Can we do NFTs? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, we could do an NFT of our... Headlines NFT. Yeah, all right. I think that would be huge, and we should do it. Right. And you know, a lot of people, I don't know if you read this story, but this guy came up with an NFT who works for the New York Times. I told you, I don't even know what an NFT is. Non-fungible token. So anyhow, what oh. he ended up doing... Oh, I, never mind. I know it now. I got it. So, so. so listen, what he ended up doing was coming up with an NFT, because he was doing a story on NFTs, mm. to try to educate people what the hell they were, because he didn't know either. So he went into the path to figure this out. And he created one for the New York Times. And it was the first of its kind. And he did it kind of as a joke. And when he went to his editors and his bosses, he said, well, you know, let's say this makes a little bit of money. Am I allowed to keep it? What are we doing with it? And they're like, right. well, we'll donate it to charity. Yeah, it ended up making millions and he got none of it because it was the first of its kind. So it was kind of interesting. They were able to raise a lot of money for charity. But imagine well, you're that true. guy. You got screwed but out of money. Also, he's not a professional athlete. Like, I know he works for the New York Times, but, but he's, not, that is he's not rich. No, but anything that's truly unique, right? So I just it, feel like he got screwed out of a lot of money. I, I there. think he did too, uh, but, but but it probably wasn't his in the first place. It wasn't like the, he. It wasn't like the NFT was of like his first, you know, whatever, whatever yeah, story was, published. Or do you are there FTs? Can you have a fungible token? Sure. Or, <laughs> you, really quickly, you really quickly, corner of the market. I think we should do one for seminal headlines. And unlike a lot of people who do this, where they ask, you know, they curate support and they ask their their fans or listeners or supporters mm. of any kind. To, to donate and bid on it, we'll keep the money. I don't want to give any of it to charity. I want us to split it. Well, absolutely. I, I mean, didn't I'm, know just, that was I'm on getting the table out in front of this, Ira, before yeah. we get screwed yeah. like just, the New York Times guy did. I want to make sure we get clarify, our money. We're keeping it. <laughs> third, a third, a third, right? Now, we may do good things with it. Yeah, but it's coming to us. For, it's our it's our 
Hard-earned NFT. Yeah, we get to do what we want with it. It's our it's our right. Which is split it. Have you done ways. Twitter questions yet? Oh yeah, I, I've printed out the oh, Facebook questions, questions here and the Twitter questions oh, here. Oh okay, all right, sorry. Uh, Man, machine over no, here. I didn't know. I, I, was, I was pushing? excited. I was excited that You're you were just had all those pushy. Facebook questions. I've, we've only got like two more to go, and we only have one more segment to go, and we're going to break right now. We'll come oh, back and answer those go. questions. We're done. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, and War Chant TV. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. As we get set to wrap it up, we wish you all happy holidays, of course. Hope you and your loved ones are safe and have a good one. and Healthy. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. You got a, you got a gift that you're excited to receive this year that you know you're getting? Well, that just, but you, you were playing the Andy Dick cameo that we got years it's ago from a, from a great listener. Yeah, the Murph. Should we get on cameo? You think people, what do you think we could As charge? As seminal headlines, the three of us, so every time What do you think we asks, could charge, like $10? Cameo? What would it be? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, twenty cents. I feel I like know. we we start out like two fifty, three hundred dollars, and then just what the, the market. What the market will tell us what bear, it's worth. Bear? Yeah, exactly right. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm getting really any gifts. Stephanie said she got me something cool. So Isn't we'll it see. funny? It's cool. No matter how old you, I mean, once you reach a certain age, you really don't care if you get anything at Christmas. My middle daughter Alexa asks me like every I don't know like three times a day. What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? So I just started making stuff up. Like, no, nice. Like Shoelaces. T-shirts. Yeah. Socks. NFTs. Tell you want some NFTs. NFTs. Kevin says that he's going to get, Kevin says he's going to get Corey a Jordan Travis cameo. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, that would be funny. Well played, Kevin. Well played. I guess they can do that, he right? Is, like he, I, he, he just got on cameo. No, I was yeah, going to say, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I guess players can do that. That's a nice yeah. money for them. Uh, get Down or Lay Down says, I want a cameo from you guys. You got to go hard on my message, though. Mm. All right, all right. Yeah, well, we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's something to think about. Something to think about. You get a we'll Patreon account. Who's going to organize $7 a month for the three of us? Yeah. <laughs> which, which of this trio is going to organize that endeavor? Yeah, pro- I would we say need me. Cameo we good. need a cameo. Yeah, yeah, because I do the Facebook. I've kept that going mm. throughout. Like all, a champ. Yeah. Um, even what Facebook has now become, I still stay through it. I still People stick still through on it. still on Facebook? Yeah, I guess. I don't go on there except for that to, ask, to yeah. solicit questions. Um, so I feel like I'll I'll start up a cameo. Uh, it'd be great a, for the holidays. Also, just a, a nice new hat. What's going on over here, Corey? Same part. Same, like a a new... I actually bought it exactly in right next to this. This is. Do you see what it says? Yeah, it says Bushwood. Yeah. Uh, no, nineteen eighty yeah. caddy championship. Yeah, uh, so funny hat. It's a good it hat. Is. Yeah. I mean, this I'm whole thing you got a lot going on. I here. look. Some this people new people year. buy you new think clothes. That you played golf. I, well, I know. I look like it. Don't you got to look the part? But I I hate golf and I'm terrible at it. But I like to dress like you. Don't hate it. You watch it. You're right. Yeah, you I, like I, I shouldn't say that. I hate playing it because I'm just, terrible at yeah. it. Yeah. Another hyperbole moment. Um, <laughs> well, that's what I do. <laughs> he wanted to say F you. You can see it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, he no, wanted to say it. No, I didn't. Yeah. Apparently you can. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. You guys no, are cussing no, no, up the storm. No, no, no. He, he was the problem today. We're dropping an A-bomb. You dropped a B-bomb. It's not drawing attention to things. Cool. Sorry. Is that what, what's the, they can't fine us for that. They could, they could, the station could get fined. If they get complaints. Yeah. Guys, just be cool. Yeah, don't be, be cool, cool, man. man. Just yeah. be cool. Come on, Please. honey, buddy. It's Christmas. Everybody chill out. It's, it's Christmas. Yeah. We don't want to be fined. Or all a bunch of Fozzies here. We would flee. We'd run for the hills, pretend like we never worked here. What, if we got fined? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be the end of that. We wouldn't do it. Uh, get Corey a Dylan Gibbons cameo. Yeah, we could do that too. Look, I they like want that, that kid. Gibbon, they want the Gibbons cameo to read "Go to Hell, Corey." <laughs> I'm better than you ever dreamed. 
That's what they want. That, that, would, be that would actually be a really funny game. That would yeah. be funny, yeah. I assume he's on there, too. I assume they're all on there. So I, I would get Tom one from uh, uh, the receiver that hasn't done anything forever that he's been on, that he loves here. Here? Uh, Jordan, or what was his name? Oh, Jordan, Jordan Young? Young. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, Look, he just hasn't tapped into the potential yet. <laughs> in Let's not years, call him terrible. In six years, he hasn't found a way to tap in. Yeah. Uh, Tom loved him from day one. I've been like, any time now, Tom. <laughs> Is Dion on Cameo? We could get Jeff a Dion Cameo. Don't even start. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Don't even start. And it has nothing to do with anything. I, I, I got you. It has a little bit to do with no, what no, just no. happened. No, no, no. How long ago did I? Oh, you've been on that train oh, for a while. A long was, uh, time. That was, uh, that was, man, that was something. What a day. What a day that was. You know. And it wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, Ed Reed doing it. Mm, no. It was it was hey, hey, my favorite part is so for whatever reason, and this is just us sitting around the campfire BSing. Okay, we are on air though with people watching. Absolutely. Okay. The uh, the number of people that are watching has increased in the last five minutes of this show than at just, any point during the broadcast. Just talking about me getting just, cameos. Uh, well, from no, Dylan just us, like just shooting the breeze here. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. Everybody's like, oh, they're on. Maybe they just now realized it. Marvin Jones Jr. I feel like. Our one strong point has been our defensive line, yet we can't get one of the most decorated alums offspring to ever play. Yeah, Jaron, man, I'm sorry. Picked sorry. a bad year for him to come out with the NIL. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think if he comes out two years ago, maybe it doesn't work out that way. You think? That's my theory. Yeah. Again, though, like, did you really miss him? Let's see where he is a year or two from now. That portal opens up everything. You got to recruit the only guys it on your team It is funny to watch coaches just have to say glowing things, even about kids that, even though indirectly, even about kids that uh, shunned them on a very yeah. important day. It's like, well, great kid. Made the best decision for himself. Wish him nothing but the best. You know, inside yeah. they're like, okay, all right, man. Just, you know, especially given the amount of time. I, I would struggle with this. This is why, listen, none of us feel sorry for coaches because they make a gazillion dollars. Yes, correct. But, man, that's I would really struggle with that. That would be a toughie. There were some, I, yeah, there were some tough – there were some guys uh, in that meeting when we went and interviewed all the coaches on signing day. There were some guys who were uh, – Trying to process some stuff, you could tell. I mean, yeah. they were. I thought the first five minutes of Norvell's presser was him processing about some stuff. Eight, nine minutes. Eight, nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. Just speed yeah. reading. Through, I, want, like, I wanted to give my hug. Be like, whoa, hey, yeah. slow down, man. We yeah. should have delayed this press conference. Yeah. Well, wow. the problem is, look a little know, shook. It was a tough situation because you you do want to communicate the fact that it's a good class. There's a lot of really good players. It's the best class four states had in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some yeah, really good players. Yeah, you do want to communicate that at but, the same time. Here. Yeah, and you can't address the fact that you're pissed off at this kid who. Bailed for Jackson. Hey, uh, happy holidays, Director Matthew. Thank you so much, as always. Good work in there, buddy. Happy holidays to all of you. For Corey, for Ira, I'm Jeff. We'll be back with you in the new year. Take care, everybody. Be well. We love you.